Welcome to Time for 10, the ultimate countdown show. No topic is off limits. You name it, and Bob. We're counting it down. That's right. I'm John. And I'm Bob. And welcome to the show again this week. Uh, Our website, of course, www.timefor10.com. Email us, please. Let me tell you. We uh, love emails. We love emails. I don't care if you say uh, your show sucked and that's it. That's fine. We'll read it because... We have nothing this week. Come on, so. you listen to the show. You know you read every email that comes. That's that. right. Yeah, so. And, and you know, uh, I know I, I got some comments. People thought it was hilarious last week's show. But, hey, no emails, so we really don't know. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, subscribe on iTunes, obviously. That's our number one pick for subscriptions or, of course, our free email newsletter. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, get all the updates. And we're, of course, searchable on Yahoo, Google, Excite, and all your favorite podcast websites. Exactly. But Th- email, info at time for 10. Info at time for 10. This week's show is a doozy because of the uh, the TV layover and the, the writer's strike and all this stuff. And the Golden Girls just got canceled. Did you hear that? Yes. So anyway. Feeling deprived. That, that's harsh. So anyway, in honor of the writer's strike and all that stuff, we are doing top 10 office episodes. The office. Because there's nothing new coming out, so why don't we, you know, reflect on the old? And uh, hopefully we have some more greats like this to come. That's right. I don't know if we're going to see them in 08. Hopefully we will. Hopefully they're cooking them up right now, and they'll just have, like, 40 of them for us when, when we're ready. I hope so. So. Do you want to get started? Let's get started. Number 10, Bobo. What do we got? Number 10, starting off this list of The Office, I love The Office, is... It's known as the client. The client, Number and it's 10. not and not that movie with uh, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. I've oh, Tommy Lee, Jones yeah, Tommy Lee Jones and Susan Sarandon, yep, awesome movie. Right. John Grisham book. But no, this is the client. It's an Office episode. And uh, it's this was a great episode. This was actually the episode where the Michael and Jan whole weird romance dynamic thing started. That was very strange. It still is. They got turned on over a sale, pretty much. I think. Well, Jan did. Right? Jan did. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, um, so what happened was uh, they were trying to get Scranton the city um, as as an account, which is, would be a huge account for them. They'd do all the paper. Dunder Mifflin, which is the paper company that Michael Scott works for, um, wanted to get Scranton as their uh, main account. And so they took uh, took this guy out to, it was like a bar, wasn't it? It was Chili's. Was she, it Chili's? Uh, yeah, she was, she was going to, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Chili's. They love Chili's on that show. My, Michael loves Chili's. They were going to take him somewhere high class. But. But Michael's, uh, <laughs> he took it upon himself. He said, oh, by the way, Jan, I, I switched it to Chili's. <laughs> and she got, of course, very angry. She got ripped. And yeah, she got pissed. That was one of his endearing qualities. He liked to think outside of the box. So they he took him to Chili's, and I think they got him schnockered. And did they get the account? I don't remember. They got the account, and that's they why got she account. got so turned on. That's right. Okay, so whatever sales practices <laughs> he used, apparently well, it worked. She was... Uh, it was supposed to be just this quick thing. You know, you get in, talk to the guy, get the sale. Well, it was just all night affair. They, they left in the afternoon, and, and I think it was like nine nine at night before they even left, and he got the sale, but Jan was getting schnockered because she didn't know what else to do. She figured that was it. I'm done. We're not going to get this sale. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was number 10. That was the client. Uh, coming up at number nine, this was an hour long. This was a double episode. Oh, great show. This was, this was a Benny Hanna Christmas. This was the one where, um, <laughs> this was before uh, Jan and Michael really, really got hot and heavy. This is right after uh, Carol, the real estate agent, broke up with Michael, 
Because you remember, right, right. Well, at the end of this episode, Michael asked Jan to go to Jamaica with him. That's right. So uh, Carol had just broken up with him because he photoshopped himself right. into a vacation photo uh. with her and her ex-husband. Yes. <laughs> he does the most painful things, though. <laughs> and couldn't believe that she was so upset about this. So He thought it was hilarious. He thought it was great, and he thought it was very clever. I thought it was pretty clever, but... You know, but his her, her ex husband. Yeah, the the boundaries are somewhat skewed. <laughs> somewhat. That's that's what Michael <laughs> Scott is good for. Steve Carell is Michael Scott. Oh, he is he is oh. just a genius. But anyway, so he's all bummed down. Andy Andy, of course, takes him. Michael thinks he's going back to Hooters. This is where he usually goes on his lunch break. But Andy takes him to Benny Han. Well, he does. Andy says it's the Asian Hooters. <laughs> Asian. <laughs> it's more high class, but the waitresses are still hot, <laughs> as he says. <laughs> that's that's Andy's words. So they spend a couple hours at Hoot- at uh, <laughs> Benny Hanna. Michael's just getting liquored up on the oh. sake. Well, the funny thing about that, that whole scene was that uh, Dwight went with them, and he ended up sitting two seats down because these two people just they couldn't move down one seat for some reason. Right. And he screamed, what did you say, Michael? What, <laughs> you got, what are you talking about? He keeps trying to get in a conversation. He's feeling threatened because <laughs> Andy's been talking to him the whole time. And, he, and Jim keeps relaying the oh. wrong messages as to what's going on. Jim says, she wants to know. How you kill a goose. <laughs> oh, God. So he goes into graphic detail about how to slaughter a goose. It's not pretty. I'm not going to go over it. But, oh, my God. And then um, they take two of the waitresses back to the office, and they have dueling Christmas parties oh, back geez. at the office because yeah. um, Angela has her usual, you know, straight-laced, the official... Nutcracker. Uh, nutcracker Christmas. The official party cl- planning committee. And then... Um, uh, uh, What's her? Pam. Karen, Karen Filipelli and Pam yep. plan another one, which exactly. is a margarita Christmas with karaoke, and so they have dueling Christmas party. And here comes Michael and Andy with the two with the two waitresses, and of course they're kind of schnockered, and, <laughs> and Michael doesn't know the difference between the two. So halfway through the night, he marks them with one of them with permanent markers, so he knows which one it is. Not, you know, we, you know what we should have done? We should have put a spoiler at the beginning of this because you know this. If you haven't seen these episodes. Oh, come on. Seasons one, two. Yeah, if you true. haven't seen them, we're halfway into what? Season four now? Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Spoiler. Come on. Yeah, okay. Sorry. We haven't given away the major spoiler. Mm-mm. but No, we haven't. You're right. But anyway, that was uh, a Benihana Christmas. Definitely check that one out. That's an hour long. That's yes. good stuff. Number eight. This is one of Bob's favorites. This is one of my favorites. Number eight was The Injury. <laughs> now, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Michael Scott. Burns his foot on a Foreman grill. <laughs> I, I don't remember the exact explanation, but he he he's in bed. He's cooking. He his breakfast in bed. With he, his George he, Foreman. He clicks it closed with his foot or something like that. <laughs> he steps on it. He likes the smell of bacon right in his room in the morning. It's <laughs> it's the wonderful way to wake up for him. Oh my god! But <laughs> he he steps on it and then it clamps yeah. down on his foot. Yeah, it's a whole graphic scene and he. Uh, he um, comes in with his whole foot wrapped, and he's walking with crutches oh. because of a little burn. Ridiculous. <laughs> and Ridiculous. It, I don't know if you remember, but in a later episode, the um, the one where they're having the, the bachelor and bachelorette parties, yes. they're actually using that exact oh, same I know. form and grill. <laughs> Somebody asked him that. Michael, yeah. is that the one you burned your foot on? <laughs> it's like, same one. <laughs> and they're all repulsed. Oh, that was great. But that was great. But he goes through the whole episode just... Marveling at, at at how hard it is to be disabled. <laughs> oh, jeez! Is this the one where he brings in the landlord in the wheelchair? And uh, yes, yeah. yes, oh. it is. 
That's the same one. Another excruciating oh. display. You just you just can't look away. No, as painful as it is, th- there's so many there's so many train crashes. And I think that's why a lot of people aren't aren't don't don't appreciate it fully because it's so embarrassing at times. You just can't you yeah. can't laugh at it. It's like oh my gosh. But it's that's the genius. That's of it. the genius. I mean, the of it. No, absolutely. And how he can do that all with a straight face. It's, oh it's unbelievable. I can't believe it either. That's the writers, man. I don't know how they do it. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Another good one was uh, sexual harassment. Harassment. No, it's harassment. Harassment. Well, no, I don't know whatever it is. Now. But um, I guess it came down the line that the their C, their old CFO yep. got fired because of sexual harassment. <laughs> and now they're going to have seminars in all the offices. And, of course, bring Michael in. Michael uh, so against it. Because <laughs> they've disallowed uh, the forward email, which he does The email daily. forward. Forward the, like yeah. it's hot. Forward <laughs> like it's hot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He does ones with like monkeys and stuff. They're oh. throwing dung and stuff. Oh, oh my, god. my god, it's so awful. And then uh, bring in his his friend Todd Packer, Todd who's Packer. just the epitome of sexual harassment. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, uh, the a subplot to this is uh, Pam's getting all excited because her mom's going to be coming. Oh, in. that's right. And Michael brings in one of those blow up dolls <laughs> that you practice. Well, oh. well Michael is uh, that's this. This is one of the Michael and Toby. Uh, dynamics on this one because right. Toby obviously has to give the uh, the <laughs> seminar and Michael says you people don't know what you're going to be missing just think what you're going to be missing and it's you know all those awful things because Toby of course is going to give the right seminar exactly. and Michael's going to you know use his uh, artistic license oh. <laughs> it's unbelievable he, al- he ha- that's the thing about Michael is he always has to get in on everything he has to be the head of everything that's right that's right. right. And you'll see further up, there's another one in there where he's just oh. absolutely unbearable with that stuff. Uh, and right. rounding up the top five, this is... Number six. One of my favorites, too. This is the negotiation. Exactly. Oh. This was um, right after... Uh, uh, what's his name? Roy came after Jim. Right. And uh, oh, right. he got fired. Right, right. And uh, Daryl wanted more money, so he came to Michael and said, hey, I want to raise. And Michael... <laughs> Looks up uh, negotiation oh. tactics on Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> and the hilarious ones, he's like talking in a whisper. <laughs> That's right. So he'd sit there and he'd be like, <laughs> So that way they wouldn't be able to negotiate. <laughs> right. And he'd have the upper hand because, of course, you'd lean in and wonder what the heck he was saying. <laughs> exactly. Or, no, his first one was, Don't be the first one to talk. <laughs> so right. they both just sat there for like five minutes looking at each other. They sat there staring at each other or walk out of the room for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know just, where he got these. He just I'm, sure, I'm sure Jim put them up online somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Wikipedia, who the heck knows? Yeah, it's, exactly. it's free information. But um, Well, according to Michael, it's the best information. That's right, because so you get... You, you get, know it's the best possible information because anyone on the internet can edit it at any time. <laughs> Even a four-year-old. I exactly. mean, who the heck knows? You could type in uh, scribbles in there. And get in. But uh, he, he loses the negotiation because he's wearing uh, oh. a, a women's... <laughs> a women's... Um, I, I guess you call it a blazer. Are you wearing ladies' clothes? <laughs> He's wearing the the label says mysterious, <laughs> and it's magenta on the inside, oh. and it's got places for shoulder pads and everything. So he he got it out of a bargain bucket. He said, right. but he he lost that negotiation right away, and then he and then he made the mistake of revealing how much he made oh, to Daryl. Sh- and Daryl laughed at him because it was the same amount he made. <laughs> Pretty much, maybe oh. a couple dollars more. Yeah. So then that prompted him to you know. 
if Daryl's going to get a raise, he's got to get a raise for himself. So he goes to New York to see, of course, who else but Jan. Jan. There was already <laughs> tension there. And he brings Toby with him, and he oh. threatens Jan <laughs> withholding sex unless he gets a raise. <laughs> Which uh, Toby Very thinks backwards. is groundbreaking because I don't think it's ever been done in no, the history so. of the corporate world. So Ridiculous. But just the chain of events in that one, and the three of them in, in Daryl's oh. truck and... Him, uh, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael doing uh, the uh, the Chris Tucker thing. Don't ever touch a back. <laughs> oh my god! But that one's really hilarious. That was great. So that's the top five. Go ahead there, Bob. Round them out. Uh, number ten, we had the client. Uh, it was with Michael and Jan trying to woo a potential customer. Number nine, Benny Hanna Christmas. Andy takes Michael to Benny Hanna console him after breaking up with Carol. Number eight was the injury. That's when Michael burns his foot on the George Foreman grill. <laughs> Number seven was sexual harassment. The uh, CFO resigns due to sexual harassment, leading to sexual harassment training. And number six was the negotiation where Daryl wants a raise and Michael cross-dresses. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> and, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much uh, <laughs> the list. Now, this week, uh, we, you did hear our appeal for emails. That's right. So I'm not going to be reading any emails this week because we haven't really gotten any this week. It's kind of rough. It's kind of rough. We could fabricate some, but we don't do that. We don't fabricate. No, we're not going to fabricate. We like the authentic feeling. So uh, when you hear them, they're really emails. So let's get some emails this week. But I do have something uh, a little bit different planned. Um, this week, I decided to do the top. Uh, these are just Bob's picks of the 2007 best albums that were released. Um, there's some obscure ones because I do listen to some sort of obscure music. Uh, number 10 here I had was a band called Sigur Ross. Um, maybe not well known. It's They're actually an Never Icelandic band. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they uh, they sing in Icelandic and also language they created. created. Wow. Hoplandic, yeah. Woo, isn't that weird? That's uh, progressive there. I know, it is. And it, uh, the name of the album, I can't really pronounce that. It's Havarfheim. All right. Yeah, so look them up. Interesting. Are they uh, electric guitar kind of stuff? Um, yeah, it's electric, but it's also, uh, I mean, I'm a big Radiohead guy, so it's similar to Radiohead. Oh, okay. In in that sense. Um, okay. Let's see here. Number nine, I had Dream Theater, Systematic Chaos. Dream oh, that's Theater. That's electric. That's, that's right. That crazy is big time. stuff. That's some that's progressive epic. rock. Epic. Yeah, exactly. That's I've been a cool fan stuff. of Dream Theater ever since way back so so this is kind of rounding up the, the past year this as is far as albums. this is okay. all the albums for the cool. past year yeah exactly right. uh number eight i had foo fighters echoes silence patience and grace was the album um that's pretty much a current album right now i turn on the radio you're still oh, hearing okay. some of the songs on you there. always get good stuff the pretender the that's the the single up there pretender. right now oh okay um number seven was maroons five uh, it won't be soon before long that's a good great album, album. that's right a good there. album yeah i'm a fan of maroon five Number six, I had Modest Mouse. We were dead before the ship even sank. Um, that's, you know, a little bit different. I mean, they are I think they're just starting to come around a little bit more commercialized. This is probably their fifth or sixth album wow. at this point, though. I had so. no idea. Yeah, I've been listening, been following them for a while now. Huh. Um, number five, uh, a fairly new artist, uh, Paul McCartney. No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is probably his uh, 40th thousandth album. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it came out this year. It was Memory Almost Full. Pretty, uh, that's Pretty, pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah, no. Yep. Um, number three. Uh, let's do four first. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Number that four, I had Wilco, uh, Sky Blue Sky. Wilco again. Uh, they're just kind of busting out on the uh, the main commercial scene. Um, probably their fourth or fifth album too. But this is actually a really good album. It's more of like a. They, they reminisce to kind of go back to like Neil Young, Tom Petty, oh, nice. and then some newer stuff that they folk mix rock in, kind of like yeah, folk okay. rockish, some uh, jam bandish kind of stuff oh, okay. but they're good uh, they're good like stuff. an indie label alright um, let's see here what was that number four number three I had uh, the Smashing Pumpkins 
They came back. Amazingly, they came back. That's cool. Um, I was just waiting for the day. They came back with Zietgeist. All right. Um, I looked that name up, Zietgeist. You know what that means? No, I don't. It, 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 it pretty much, I don't know what the exact translation is, but it means like whatever, like current, like what's happening right now. So it's just, oh, okay. it just means like the times. Ooh, nice. um, number two, I had Bright Eyes, Casadega. Bright Eyes again is another one of these artists. Sort of just starting to come out in the main scene again. He probably has six albums or something, but just starting to get more popular. Is it just a, a solo artist or a couple uh, of people? Or? It, it, it's a band. They're, they're probably four guys, but oh, the main okay. guy is... Uh, it, I think he started off as a solo act, and that oh, was a okay. band. Um, <laughs> but he's an interesting. It's more like folk, folkish, folk rockish kind of thing. Um, but it's good stuff. And number one, my favorite. Um, what's the matter? Uh, I'm trying to think of who it is. Come on, is it, it Radiohead. Radiohead. Yeah. Radiohead. Okay. Now uh, you're it's gonna like argue that. that this didn't come out until this year, probably, because it just came out. Well, I guess it came out. No, but I know the background to that. You know the so, background on yeah, this. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but it actually ahead. came out back in October. Right. Um, they did digital release only. The name of the album was In Rainbows awesome album and that's smart that's smart to do that yeah they did digital release you could pay as much as you want or as little as you want you can get it for free um the thing with that is you don't get the uh, extra bonus pretty much album there's another i actually bought it and you get the hard copy um and you get a, a an extra disc with it which is eight more songs but uh great album now are all of these artists available on itunes yeah like you are. could download uh, all this stuff yeah, actually, up until this album, I would have said no about Radiohead, but this is the first this album the first available on oh, iTunes, you so go. you can get In Rainbows on iTunes, and I think uh, you can get all these on iTunes, yeah, so everything I just said, you can get on iTunes. So while you're checking out our podcast, search the iTunes store for the for these artists. We'll even, we'll, maybe we'll throw this up on the yeah, website. Yeah, I'll, I'll put this yeah. up on the website. It's kind of a playlist or right, something. Right, exactly. Along people with, check it out. you know what I never put up last week, I never put What's up that? the, uh, the Christmas Oh, our Christmas here. list, Yeah. So I got to put that up for uh, the one well, that Deacon Frost sent in. That's right. We're going to jump on next year. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll put it up, though, because I'm sure why people want to Exactly. Sure, why not? So I got to do that, and I'll put up this list of songs. So there we there go. There so People can check it out and give iTunes kudos. They like that. Exactly. So let's motor on with uh, the, the top five of The Office here. Now, this is another one that could make you cringe. <laughs> this, was, this was pretty harsh. They're this is uh, number five. This was The Gay Witch Hunt. This is where uh, Michael inadvertently outs Oscar to the office. And oh. Oscar is just just kind of waiting patiently because he really knows how awful. And he's not worried about everybody else. Right. He's worried about Michael because he's oh. just so ridiculous. He had, just has no idea how he's going to react. And he finds out. <laughs> Michael, he, he he tries to do right. Like At first, he, he, he said something. I don't know what he said. He said something that... Uh, what did he say? He said something that offended Oscar. Uh-huh. He said it because he didn't like Die Hard the movie. Oh, that's how yeah, it all started. That's right. And then he's and then Toby's telling him, "No, Oscar is gay." He's like, "Yeah, I know. Duh, that's what I said." <laughs> he said, "No, no, no. no Oscar is actually gay." He's like, "Yeah, I know, Toby." He's like, "No, no, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. He is a homosexual." <laughs> and he goes, well, "You're just taking it too far." Out to me. He's like, "Michael, I'm telling you, he's homosexual." Oh my god! He didn't put two and two together. So of course, <laughs> whenever Michael has to, you know, get something off his chest, he he organizes a meeting. <sighs> And he puts together some kind of a, a skit or something. <laughs> and, and That's this, a good word for it. It's yeah, always a skit. Yeah. It, you know, whether it's, you know, the, the merger where he had the lazy yes. scrant in the little video. Oh, or with this one, he actually parades Oscar up in front and actually he tries to. He kisses him. He ki- oh, <laughs> it's, it's it's awful. <sighs> you, you just you want to turn away, but it is like a train wreck. You just have to watch. And then Dwight says, I guess I have a gay friend, too. <laughs> 
and take that as you will. I mean, uh. that's kind of open to interpretation at that point. Well, but. you never know with Michael, you know, with his whole Ryan fixation Honestly, thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> just staring at Ryan and all the Ryan comments throughout the episodes. You just oh, never know. And the weird relationship with Jan, you just... But um, Well, the, all those Ryan comments all started off with our number four pick. That's right. I dropped my list. So well, no I'll idea. tell you what Go it ahead, is. Bob. It was the Dundies. Oh. Arguably my favorite. That is insane. <laughs> but the, the reason I say it's linked to that one is because he gives Ryan the Dundee for hottest in the office. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, and he's like, like completely serious. And it came yeah. out of nowhere. Didn't find it strange at all. No. To call it the hot and call him the hottest in the office. But the Dundies, I love the Dundies. I have a Dundee on my desk at work, actually. Get out! I do. I got oh, it with the get me one of those. the season three when it first came out. There was a special oh, edition nice. that came in the box. So That's and I also really have a Dwight cool. bobblehead. Yeah, my I desk is all office of too. I gotta get one of those too. Yeah. But the Dundies are uh, pretty much a, a Steve Carell show because oh, he just it's great. He he. It's basically his own award show. Yeah modeled after the uh, you know the oscars and the grammys and all that stuff yeah so uh but it is just unbelievable and he does you know different song parodies and all oh. this stuff and he gives awards to everybody the coolest thing uh or it's just kind of like a nice little thing yeah everyone assumed he was going to give pam longest engagement right and she was like oh. and she, was she was dreading it the whole night yeah and then he gave her Whitest sneakers. sneakers. So and that was really cool. That. At that point, she was hammered. Yeah, so exactly. she was so thrilled. She was showing, you know, she did a whole acceptance speech and all that <laughs> and stuff. He was eating it up, too. And he was loving it, of course, because he thought that he was pretty cool. Exactly. So, but that that's a hilarious episode. And they, Love it. And they destroyed Chili's. <laughs> and she is not welcome here ever again. That's, <laughs> that's what the man- right. manager kicked Pam out for life. She got so loaded. <laughs> Number three, this is another good one. This is, oh, this is another one of my favorites. This was the Office Olympics. Yes. This has two two main stories. Uh, the first one was uh, Michael actually bought a condo, and this is where Correct. he met Carol, his his girlfriend, for the next couple episodes. Right. But the other half is, of course, Michael's away for the day. So is Dwight, his you know the other taskmaster. <laughs> so they they hilarious. make up Olympic games throughout the day to just avoid doing work exactly. at all costs, and that was pretty funny. That was hilarious. Jim is that's definitely Jim's uh, forte is making up games and. Pointless things to kill time. Exactly. Exactly. Because, exactly. you know, what are they doing? They're selling paper products in the end. And the other the this other subplot that was happening, it was hilarious because the realtor and the landlord there assumed that Michael and Dwight were gay. That's right, because <laughs> Dwight came with them. Right. And <laughs> it's, it's very gay friendly. And Michael's just like, uh, it's like oh, that's okay, nice. Okay, that's, that's, that's nice. That's great. <laughs> and then Dwight goes, Let's go check out the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he finally realized, like, wait a minute. <laughs> kind of strange. I don't know if he ever figured it out, actually. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But that was really hilarious. And he, when uh, Carol was finally laying out the, you know, the paperwork and all that stuff, he was freaking out. He was pointing out all the inconsistencies <laughs> yes. and Dwight's hammering on the walls. And Ooh, these are paper thin. The paper thin. <laughs> you could hear the guy playing the trombone on the other end. That was funny. That's every home buyer's nightmare. I'd want a grave with thicker walls because you're <laughs> buying it at, at this age. This this is pretty much your coffin. <laughs> That's right. You're pretty much buying a coffin. <laughs> Thirty years. Ooh. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. And then at the That's end, when he got back, for. they used the opening ceremonies to, or the closing ceremonies to kind of congratulate Michael for <laughs> exactly. buying his condo. So it all worked out. Uh, number two was the product recall. It was called, but this everybody will know is the obscene watermark. <laughs> This is where uh, some ridiculous uh, warehouse worker decided to be funny to put uh, 
two animals in a suggestively suggestive situation as a watermark on this paper stock, yeah. and it went out to oh. hundreds of customers. I mean, a high school no. put it on their prom invitations. I don't even think that watermark uh, um, started at Thunder Mifflin. I think it came from wherever they get their paper from because they don't make any paper at Thunder Mifflin. Oh, no? They're just a middleman. Oh, the when paper they... mill. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the okay. paper mill. You're right. Yeah. So somebody at the paper mill thought it was hilarious. Oh. And so, uh, you know, they had to they had to send Andy and Jim to the high school to apologize. And they had customers coming in and yelling at him. And they they put the accounting staff on, on customer service. That was pretty funny. So oh, they, they had Angela, Angela answering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're sorry. What do you want us to do about it? <laughs> but that was pretty ridiculous. And Andy spots his underage girlfriend at the high school. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, I go to school here. <laughs> I go to school here. Oh, oh, that was bad. That was good stuff. And are we ready? The number one, Bob's got the drum roll, is Diversity Day. Love it. This was only the second episode, but by far the best so far. And uh, luckily, I watched The Office in order. So when I saw Diversity Day, it hooked me right there. So I was hooked from the second episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That is fantastic stuff. And that's another It's another cringer because oh, he it just, just sets up the whole show. Uh, 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 a uh, I don't know what you I guess an educator is sent to the office sure, to educate yeah. them on on diversity and racial equality and all that stuff and find out later the only reason he's there is because Michael made he he basically did the Chris Rock routine exactly. and and offended several people in the office <laughs> obviously I mean yeah but I had the same comedic timing same comedic timing, timing same words same everything. everything and I don't know why when Chris Rock said it it's so hilarious. Oh, we can't even repeat it. No, we it's, can't repeat it. Here. it it's so <laughs> wrong. But, you know, if you see it, you know what we're talking about. But just another one. And, of course, he, he tries to take over the seminar. Exactly. Oh, oh, my God. oh and, and the guy gets there. His name is, my name is Mr. Brown. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brown. Mr. Michael goes, I'm not oh, falling for that one. That's the first test. I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> but that's my name, Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. What else is good? Oh, my God. There's so, And then... um. After he leaves, he didn't think the the thing was good enough, so Michael arranges his own of diversity course, day always. And, and his informational video and oh. stuff. Oh, that was so funny! But and he wants uh, everybody to. He has them all in the conference room. He has the labels on their foreheads. Oh my gosh! You all different, all different ethnicities and. And you have to say something good about their nationality. Oh god. <laughs> well, he no, he wanted you to, to stereotype them. Oh, that's right. He wanted <laughs> you to use the stereotype. How he that wanted, works? He I wanted don't. an. Oprah moment or something. Oh, he wanted them to, exactly to really use their emotion and stuff. Oh. oh, it was so bad. It was. But that is the top ten. Yes. All hilarious, and I hope it filled your office fix for now until they come back. So number exactly. ten, I'm going to go through these here. Let's do it. Uh, the client, uh, that was where Michael and Jan tried to woo a customer. Uh, number nine was a Benihana Christmas. Andy and Michael go to Benihana, and uh, Michael gets schnockered. <laughs> uh, number eight, the injury. Michael burns his foot on a George Foreman. Oh. Number seven, sexual harassment. Uh, obviously, you know where that comes from. Exactly. Uh, number six, the negotiation. Daryl wants a raise, and Michael loses the negotiation by cross-dressing. Uh, number five, the gay witch hunt. Uh, Michael outs Oscar inadvertently to the mm -hmm. rest of the office. Number four, the Dundies, Love the it. annual Dunder Mifflin Awards show. Uh, number three, the office Olympics. Uh, while Michael's buying condos, uh, the, uh, bu buying his condo, the staff plays some uh, Olympic games. Exactly. 
Number two, product recall or the obscene watermark. And number one, diversity day. That's right. And that is our top ten for this week. Please send us an email if you like, dislike, have any stupid comment, you miss TV, you know, whatever you, you want. You don't even have to talk about the show. Just email us. Talk about something. Whatever. whatever you want. You know, you can't wait for baseball to start. I don't care. Exactly. At this point, we just want comments. <laughs> uh, our website is www.timefor10.com. Email, of course, is info at timefor10.com. And make sure... If you know anybody who doesn't subscribe, make sure they subscribe on iTunes because that's that's the best part, and that's where you get the high quality audio and all that stuff. High quality, it's easy. It downloads all by itself. Right that's there, right. Bang. I'm John. And I'm Bob. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, guys.